there. Hey, yeah, so it's me. I'm, uh, as you, if uh, you recall, last time Chelsea said she would be in Chicago, and Chicago, of course, has no technology. Um, so, Chelsea, yes, uh, Chicago is actually a lawless wasteland where people eat lasagna and call it pot and call it pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, because, you know, hey, people of Chicago, I'm sorry, but that's not real pizza. Anyway, um, oh, I should not bang on the table because that will end up on the mic. Okay. Sure will. So. Yeah, so anyway, uh, I'm here with Rose Blood um, from Cut Like This. So, hello, Rose. Oh, man. I did not know that we were going to be on video today, so I am super scruffed. She, you look fine. No. You look wonderful. I am so not, ooh. <laughs> you know, next I mean, it's you, not like. Next time you must I mean, warn me of this ahead of time. Okay, it's not like <laughs> you have the cool background I have right now, but, you know. Um, I, um, you know, and I'm, I'm, uh, this is my new look where I'm, I'm putting my hair in my face to annoy people. I see. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the week in women's wrestling. Yes. The week that was. The week that was. So. All right. Let me uh, notes. we're going to talk, you know, um, unfortunately because of a situation that we've, uh, spoken about previously, I'm not going to be able to speak about, um, a W. Or um, uh, impact. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't miss not watching AEW. Oh yeah. And, like you know, I haven't it seen it. In... My, it was definitely not my favorite of the ones that we watched. Yeah, so. I haven't seen it in a few weeks, and I haven't missed it. I, I there, I'm not like saying to myself, "Oh my god, I'm missing Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker." Like mm, I'm, I'm not really concerned with that. I got you. Um, I know Impact has gotten a bunch of new people. Um, Impact um, just got uh, Chelsea Green uh, came back there. Um, Mickey James showed up. Um, but they're also losing people again. They lost Kira Hogan, mm. um, who just posted that it's her last uh, taping of Impact. So that means they lose another tag team. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there's not much left over there, I feel like. No, there's only two tag teams in Impact. It's uh, Rosemary and Havoc, and then Jordan Grace and Rachel Erling, and that's literally all the tag teams they have. They have the exact same problem that Raw and SmackDown have. Yeah, pretty much. Because Raw, Raw and SmackDown have one team. Mm-mm. One team each. It's, it, that's just not right, man. It's not right. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious to me that they had a number one contenders match when, you know, for Shotzi and uh, Tegan, because who else is the number one contender SmackDown? <laughs> What other team exactly is the number one contender? We'll we'll get into that as uh, as we go on the show. But I, I I I wanted to kind of rant about that for a little bit. Like I love that there's women's tag team champions, but if there's no one to compete for it, if there's only one team, yeah, it's, I almost it's not a competition anymore. And every yeah, and every I, other team is just some random mashing of two wrestlers together. You know? Yeah. But I mean, they broke up Mandy and Dana. Mm-hmm. Even I, I didn't like them, but they were at least a team. <laughs> so they they broke up Mandy and Dana. So there's no more Mandy and Dana. They broke up Naomi and Lana because they fired Lana once again. I don't like them, but they were a team. Mm-hmm. They fired the Iconics. They fired Ruby Riot. Yeah, which then so there's no more Riot, Riot Squad. Riot Squad. Yeah. 
Yeah, so now you've got Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, and you've got Shotzi and Tegan, who they literally just put back together like a week ago. Yep. And I'll say that, like, you know, watching it, it was interesting to watch with an audience. Yeah, um, it was. It was kind of, I'm not going to lie, that was kind of nice to see. Yeah, but I'll say the thing is, is that Shotzi and Tegan are not really over with that audience, and because you just kind of said, hey, here's two random people, mm-hmm. and now they're the number one contenders, and not everyone watches NXT. So, but I guess we'll just start with SmackDown, since I'm already ranting about it. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> yeah, <Indeed>. so... Um, <laughs> You know, and I love I love Tegan and I love Shotzi, but the fact is, is that for an audience to get into them, there's a couple things you need them to do. Yeah. Number yeah. one, it's beat other teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they really need to beat other teams, not just the tag team champions. Yeah. And they also need to speak. <laughs> this is true. So people like, because for people who who aren't like us, people who don't watch NXT, they just see, oh, there's some random green-haired girl in a tank, and then there's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And uh, who are they? Why should I care about them? Why am I cheering for them? And they don't really let them do very much spectacular. Yeah. They let them get in like three moves in the match, and then the rest of it was all, hey, let's focus on Liv Morgan and Zelina Vega. Which is, and, no, it was novelty because they were, you know, Selena Vega was back and it's like, oh, it's a, you know, anytime yeah. somebody new comes in, it's always like, they always do make a big old stink about it, but. Yeah, but it's still like, they don't really get to show who they are. They don't get to show why you should like them. Yeah. You know, like, I love that they let Shotzi do the welcome to the ball pit thing. That will get over if they let her keep jumping on people's crotches after yelling that a bunch of times. <laughs> Um, you know, I think Vince will probably love that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's totally Vince McMahon's sense of humor. It is, it is. Um, but otherwise, like, I fear that, like, they're not going to get over because they're not giving them anyone to get over with. Yeah, that could really be a big problem. And, uh, I don't know what they're going to do about that, if they're even going to address it. Because we have seen, you know, they're not always the greatest at, uh, giving any burn to tags. I don't know why. Yeah. Why do they disrespect yeah. tag teams so much? Tag teams can be so much fun and such a different thing to see, especially when they are an actual tag team and they have tag moves yeah. together. You know what I mean? Like that makes like such a difference and it really breaks up like, okay, one person versus one person versus, you know what I mean? Like over and over yeah. again, you know? Yeah, it definitely does. But at the same time, once again, no one would have cared about the Dudley boys if the Dudley boys hadn't gone through all their feuds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you just brought the Dudley boys in and it's like, okay, now they're going for the world title. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like, who are these two random guys? Why is there a guy in like, in, in, in like overalls with like glasses taped together? Who gives a shit about them? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was through seeing that and through putting made, all the women through tables and all the crazy shit they did that eventually made the Dudley. Because I think the Dudley boys are probably the only tag team that Vince has ever let like main event. Yeah. You know what? I feel like. I feel like that's very possible that you are correct. Yeah, because I can't think of any other yeah. tag teams that have ever made evented anything. And like, it, you know, we had Edge and Christian and we had the, the Hardy Boys, but those were in matches with the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I think that's the only team that Vince ever really become like main eventers. Um, 
But even then, they had to earn that place. They had to get there. They had to get over with the audience. And I fear, like, you're wasting Shotzi and Tegan by not having any way for them to do that. If you're just like, well, there's a new team. They're going to fight the tag team champions. You should cheer for them. Yeah. Like, no. That said, I do like Shotzi uh, shooting the tank into the audience. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I feel like they can do, like, t-shirts and shit, like, from the tank. Yeah, that would be sweet if they could. I mean, I don't see why, yeah. why not. It shouldn't, but, you know, I'm also yeah, we'll see. constructed it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I know uh, 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 Chelsea and I are really looking forward to uh, September 10th. I don't know if you uh, heard, but we're going to uh, Madison Square Garden. Oh, hell yeah. For, yeah, for the SmackDown uh, taping. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so, hope so hopefully Shotzi and Tegan will be there. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. I know what a yeah. fan you are, so. Yeah, so let's, so, let's, so let's go into the next match, because there's also problems I had with this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear about what problems you have. Let's well... I honor, I don't care about Carmella. You know, I, I've told you in the past, I am a, I'm, I'm into Carmella. I like her. I think that she's grown a lot from when she first started out. And if she annoys mm-hmm. you, that means that she's doing her job because that's exactly what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be She doesn't even annoy me. I just don't care. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like her. Her antics amuse me. Um, yeah. But, you know, honestly, if you want to talk about the level of the competitors, uh, you know, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Come on, you know, it's. Well, yeah, this is I have, <laughs> that's another thing I have the problem with. I'm like, so Bailey, who held the whole fucking division on her back for like 15 months, mm-hmm. tears her ACL. And the best substitute you can give is Carmella. Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit. Um, but I was impressed with. um. Carmella getting Bianca into a surprisingly legit guillotine. I was like, what? Carmella did a what? I was not expecting <laughs> that at all. That was, a, you know, so it was good to see that she did try to yeah. do her best to train up to look good out there with, you know, I mean, yeah. and obviously Bianca is, is such an accomplished athlete. She can make yeah. anybody look good, you know? So I actually was, I, I, I enjoyed the fight. Even though it was, you know, in reality, it's nonsensical because there's no way that yeah. Carmella doesn't lose to Bianca Belair of all people. But it was, it was still fun to see, and it was, uh, it was nice to see that Carmella has tried to step up her game because yeah. there's plenty of wrestlers that we have seen that have been around for a minute now, and you don't see any kind of improvement. So I was when she got yeah. into that guillotine, I was like, oh damn, okay, yeah. Like I mean, I mean, you know, talking about Naomi and Dana Brooke aside. Um, I, I feel like we, um, there's still, the thing is though, is SmackDown used to have people up until they fired everyone this fucking year. They had Chelsea Green, they had Santana Garrett, they had Ruby Riot, they had like Billy Kay, they had all these people they could have built. Yeah, I know. And instead they were just like, well, Bailey knows what she's doing. Let's just only push, push Bailey. And ignore everybody else exists. And I love Bailey. Yeah. But you could have been, this whole time, you could have been building up all those women they fired instead. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, Mia Yim. Mia Yim is, it, they, they have Mia Yim's contract. Where the hell is Mia Yim? Yeah. Who knows? You know. <laughs> boy, I certainly would rather see Mia Yim versus, versus Bianca than, than Carmella versus Bianca. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. 
100%. Yeah, well, I will say I, I, I'm glad that you like the uh, Carmella versus Bianca match because you're getting it again tonight. Mm. <laughs> They're doing a rematch again because that's the match everyone was waiting for. Oh, yeah. That's the one everyone yeah. wants to see. That's, sure. uh, that's certainly a feud that everyone wanted. Everyone saw that match and was like, I need this to continue. <laughs> oh. Ugh. My God, Tony Storm can't get there fast enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was really happy to see the torn, the Tony Storm promo. Um, although I was also apprehensive because. Uh, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I mean. Uh, well, at least she's not on Raw. Yeah, this is true. This is true. At least this yeah. way she has a fighting chance. So. Yeah. You know, I'm because Raw, Raw have already just destroyed Rhea already. You know, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, Raw. we'll we'll talk about that when we get to, we'll, we'll uh, get the to money it. in the bank. We'll but okay, and... but Raw have just mishandled Rhea so incredibly badly. And honestly, and I'll say it, I'm I'm so conflicted about Nikki. I guess Ash now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a dumb gimmick. I hate the gimmick. It is a dumb gimmick, and I. But I'm surprised that like the audience is into it though. Like they like this I th- gimmick. It's, it's. I mean, it seems like she, she's going over with it, it's, regardless. It's somehow, Texas, but it is a little bit. I, I mean, I don't yeah, know but on the other hand, it. I don't know. What on the other is. hand, though, on Money in the Bank, she wasn't really over. Mm. I think it's more that people were happy she beat Charlotte than happy that Nikki was the one who did it. I was happy <laughs> because. If you listen, she came out to almost no response at Money in the Bank. People really loved... I think the audience were all behind Liv. Mm, mm-hmm. They really wanted Liv to win. To a lesser extent, they were into Alexa. Yeah. Who I really didn't want to win. Oh, God, no. But wait, we, we, we're getting off, off topic yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Let's yeah. get so back let's, to that when we get officially yeah. into some but, Money in the Bank. Because I have a yeah. lot of thoughts about Money in the Bank. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's go to let's go to NXT UK. Okay, we're going to NXT UK. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we get subculture hanging out in their living room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, spray painting the wall as chavs do. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I. You know what? I gotta say, I feel like the first time that I saw Danny Luna, uh, I didn't know what to think of her, but mm-hmm. I do like. I, I, I do like this new look that she has going on with subculture. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel like they can really lean into like that thuggy chav kind of personality kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so. Well, uh, she's supposed to be all like kind of punk. Yeah. Yeah. She... And yeah. And, and Flash Morgan Webster is supposed to be a mod, which is hilarious because I don't think there have been mods since the 1960s. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, uh, Mark Andrews is like a skater. I see. Okay. Yeah. So if they're coming off as chavs, then they're doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they came off a little bit, you know, a little too clean to be punk to me. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So for me, that's a no. You know what I mean? Like Riot, well, Ruby Riot looks. Yeah. No, Ruby you know Riot I mean? legit looks like someone who's, yeah, who's a punk. She, she looks like somebody that we would have like played yeah. shows with and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I mean, and she's, and yeah, and she's like even, honestly, like even, she reminds me a little bit of Ammo, actually. Yeah. Look-wise. A little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah I can but, totally um, see that. 
Yeah, but she, um, I mean, she's called, she's changed her name to Ruby Soho now. Okay. And, uh, Lars, it's, which is a rancid song. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lars Fredrickson apparently uh, gave her the rights to use that as her theme now. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote her on Twitter and was like, hey, you know, I'll talk to my people if you want to use that as your theme. That's dope, actually. I kinda, yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah, so she, wherever she goes, she has the right to use that song as her theme song and call herself Ruby Soho. I'm into that. That's really cool. Which is, which is real, real cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so I don't know, like, uh, Danny Luna always just seems like British uh, da- uh, Jordan Grace to me. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Whenever you describe anything to me, like, it's, it's so annoying because then that's it. That becomes, like, <laughs> a new interpretation of whatever that is permanently in yeah. my head. So thanks for that. Joe. Yeah. Thanks. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> so they're going to, so subculture is going to fight um, pretty deadly. Yes. And uh, if they win, they become two-time champions. And uh, we'll see if Danny actually stays outside the ring or if she just heads to the back like she always does. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, they, they, they assured them that they wouldn't, but I feel like they will. So. <laughs> well, to me, it's, it's like, why do you have a faction if everyone isn't going to stay outside the ring? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's the whole point. You know. That... So, I don't know. So, okay, so we had Aifa Valkyrie. Yeah, Aifa Valkyrie in a really cool... Ta- Awesome feather, you know, yeah. shoulder action thing uh, in the promo talking about uh, uh, Mako Satomura, who yeah. is... No, no, she's talking about Ginny. Oh, she's, oh, no, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm getting my... Yeah. I got my notes mixed up, my bad. I'm thinking about Mako because... Uh, yeah, was, well, we'll get to Mako in a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it in a sec. Uh, yeah. And then there's uh, Amal, the French Hope. Yeah, well, let's talk about the AFA, um, okay. yeah. the AFA Valkyrie promo first. So what did you think about it? Um, well, I mean, I like, I like AFA. I like that AFA, for some reason, hers always have this weird production value that, like, nobody else's promos have. Yeah, I noticed that as well, actually. Like, like, like she has her own, like, she has her own crew mm-hmm. or something that just hang out with her, like, backstage. Yeah, and it's very, like, <laughs> music video lighting, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like she just right, has like so a gaffer means... and a director that like are her friends or something that just always set up like her, her like stuff for her. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm I'm looking I'm definitely looking forward to Ginny versus Aifa Valkyrie. Um, you know, Aifa, I really think Aifa needs like the redemption story of, um, you know, after losing her first match to Mako Satomura. Yeah. I think she needs to kind of redeem herself and get more wins and more wins and then fight Mako again. Yeah. And I would actually have her lose the next match against Mako. Um and then she would have to fight one more time and then at a big takeover is when she'd actually beat Mako and become the NXT women's champion. That would really make it matter. So yeah. that would be great to see that yeah. her, but we'll have to wait and see what they actually decide. Yeah. Well well thankfully this is not the Raw and SmackDown writers. So that so True. So there's sometimes oh. the people in NXT and NXT UK <laughs> actually make sense with the things they do. Yes. Um you know. Uh so now let's go to Amal versus uh, Mako Satamora. Mm-hmm. I really like the new gear on Amal. Yes, I thought that her gear was cool. 
I have no no negative notes, but I have plenty of other negative notes about all the other stuff that we've seen. Really? Do, <laughs> yeah, do there's, tell. Well, there's, the, the, there's the th a lot. We'll I, go, I, I, as we go down. Okay. <laughs> what I'll say what I'll say that I found very interesting is that this is a match between two people, neither of which are from the UK, mm -hmm. wrestling over the UK championship. That is actually pretty interesting, but I mean, yeah. that's it. And, I mean, and it made me realize... Go ahead. It made me realize somewhere in the UK there is some asshole who voted for Brexit who's really pissed off and changed the <laughs> channel in anger. Um, <laughs> Probably, yes. Yeah, so so talk about this match. What is it you did not like? Well, this match, no, I enjoyed this match, actually. Uh, I was really into um, Mako's physicality. She's very, like, just, you could tell, I mean, just look at her. Her thighs are, like super muscular and like massive and her kicks are mm -hmm. so aggressive she's like a super aggressive striker and yeah she was just laying into them all like just throughout just breaking her down constantly with these really heavy really aggressive kicks and uh i just i just like that i like that she feels very like real you know what i mean like you're like oh man mm -hmm. you, you you get you getting you you getting beat you know what i mean like it's about to go down when she comes. Well, out. there's a reason that they call her the final boss. Exactly, so. which is how cool of a freaking name is that? The final yeah. boss, like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, of Mako ever since. You guys were the ones that put me on to actually yeah. watching NXT UK. And, uh, yeah, yeah. No, she is super impressive. So uh, I found okay. What I didn't like is I found that Amal was a little too screamy for my taste, and this is from a woman who loves. Really, I like. I love that she was so vocal. <laughs> I, I, it was just, it was just a little too screechy after a while, and it was constant. Mm -hmm. I feel like she just needs to rein it in just a little bit. I like the aggression. Aggression mm -hmm. is always good, but it was just like the pitch of it and the constantness of it that I couldn't take. It was, it was. Uh, yeah. After a while, I became annoyed by it. So. I, I, I think you just don't like that she's French. <laughs> I have nothing against the French. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, you know, the funny thing, and I was realizing this about Mako Satamora matches, is that when you face Mako, it's not really about the match itself. Mm -hmm. It's about how you survive against her. Yes, exactly. It's. That's what's impressive about about how that's how you can impress someone in a Mako Satamora match is you will most likely lose, yeah. but it's how you lose. I did think that uh, Amal really, you know, she didn't just like immediately go down jobber style. Like she really did. Yeah. She really took a lot. It took a lot to put her. Down, oh, yeah. You know, so she yeah. was putting that work in. And I always appreciate that amongst I any wrestler. I, I think. Want. I think one of my favorite parts is when she was trying to power through when she was getting kicked by Mako, but then it just became too much. Yeah. But like when she was trying to just be like, you know, whatever, I'll take it. And then it's like, oh, fuck, those are really, really hard. <laughs> um. For real. Those kicks, man, those kicks. I was just, and the constant submissions too. It was just like, oh, oh yeah. Like, I got you now. Oh, I got you now. Oh, I got you this way. You know, it was just, yeah. You know, it was I, just great. I also, I also love that Mako, when she wins, she slaps herself in the face. That's her <laughs> celebration. <laughs> oh, and oh, the finishing move. 
yeah the finishing move is appropriate for the final boss that scorpion kick like bam yeah like, come on that was so yeah cool. and like, yeah and then she does scorpio rising and it's fucking crazy it was super but cool. yeah no i was i was very happy with that match yeah. um you know it was a nice showing from amal even yeah. though she lost but you know um so let's go to nxt proper nxt proper yep all right. Um, I also love, by the way, before we finish up, that Mako kind of yells at the camera and challenges everyone watching at home to a fight. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and I was kind of like, I'm not taking that. No. Nope. Fuck no. Hell no. I'm not challenging Mako Satamora. She'd kick my ass. For real. <laughs> just, just vicious. And like you, and and the timber of them, even like just when you hear her kicks versus other people's kicks. That you can you just hear that they're hitting hard. Oh yeah, because it's just like wham, like oh, it was so good. It was so well. Good. There's a reason that like Sasha Banks, like when she took her time off, like went to Japan to train with Mako Satomura. Yeah, yeah. You know, before they brought her into NXT UK, like mm-hmm. Sasha went off to just train with this person because she's just that legendary. Exactly. So she, you know, her, her reputation is well earned. Yeah. It's a pleasure to see her kick the crap out of people and tear them apart. It was, it was if you ever want to see something really interesting, um, I don't know if it's on Peacock. It was on the WWE Network, but they, but looking at Mako's matches from WCW in the '90s is really fascinating. Hmm, interesting. Because she's like 20 then, and yeah. nowhere near as intimidating as she is now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like really, and she's all like kind of smiley, and it's like you you look at her and it's like this is before life like beat the joy out of her <laughs> and made her realize what a fucking vicious badass she could actually become when she stopped like smiling and waving at everybody oh man but it's it's really fascinating to watch actually i don't know if it's on peacock anymore because peacock is so hard to actually look shit up yeah i am not a fan of peacock at no all. Um, no I, I, I couldn't even look up fucking war games yeah i, I just like, super dislike I, it and i dislike the commercials too i'm like i paid yeah. for this why are you yeah. showing me commercials? No. Like, like I wanted to show my friend um, NXT War Games, and it took me ten minutes to find it. Mm. Like, I had to, I had to look through the NXT section, and then I had to go to the takeovers, and then I had to go to that particular year, and I, like, and it's like Jesus Christ, guys! Like, just I can't go in, and you can't just put War Games into the search uh, function. That's stupid. Come on. Yeah, it's it's I, I, it's. It's such a step back from what the WWE Network was, because the yeah. WWE Network was so convenient. You could just put up fucking wrestler's name in there. Yeah, yeah. And it would show you all of their matches, it and it awesome. was fucking great. It was, it, yeah. was, it was, you know, miles and miles above it. It was just like... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, Peacock just allowed you to start pausing on pay-per-views, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> not, not to mention, their signal went out during Money in the Bank. Um, and was stuttering so bad, I never watched um, the men's Money in the Bank match or the main event. Oh, wow. Because I was just like, fuck it, I'm not going to deal with this. That's trash. Ooh. Yeah. So, you know, guy, fucking NBC, get your shit together. I'm saying. All right, so going so, back to NXT, uh, yep. it started with uh, Ember Moon showing, uh, doing a, a tweet supporting and congratulating Shotzi. And uh, and and it's Ember versus Dakota Kai, which is a super fun match. What did you think about it? Yeah, 
Which I'll say that means, you know, there's also one less team yeah. in, uh, in, in NXT. Once again, every, every federation seems to be losing their women's tag teams because now we lost the fire pit. Yeah. And at the end, it looked like we also lost the Robert Stonebrand team, too. Yeah, we'll see. Well, well, uh, they haven't yeah, really we'll, clarified we'll, that part, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, but it certainly looks like Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea are no more. Yeah. And the rumor is that uh, Aaliyah's been traded up to Raw. Oh, really? That Mandy Rose and, and is actually a trade. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but it's... Which is, by the way, it's kind of crazy that Aaliyah would finally be on the main roster. Yeah, after all this because time. Because Aaliyah mean... started with Bailey and Sasha and Becky and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And has just been a jobber in NXT for like the last six years. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been yeah. a minute. Like... Yeah. The, the, apparently, when Vince McMahon went down to the Performance Center, he was impressed with Aaliyah and decided to have her brought up. Huh. So... Interesting to see if Aaliyah ends up on Raw, but we'll we'll talk about her when we get to the match. So I enjoyed this match. I I always I always like these two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'll, I'll say I like these two now. Yeah, I hated I hated Perky Werewolf Ember Moon. Yeah, no, you know, um, but her time with Shotzi definitely yeah helped it her improved out her character so much. Yeah, yeah, to the point where seeing uh seeing Shotzi with somebody else, I actually kind of missed Ember a little bit. I yeah. was like, oh, I kind of miss Ember now, actually. Like, they, were, well, they did become the, like yeah. a team to me, and I realized it. Well, the, yeah, well, the crazy thing is is that um, Tegan and, and Shotzi were a team previously before Tegan got injured. Yeah. But none of us remember it, because Shotzi and Ember were so good of a team. Yeah, yeah. But, but Tegan and um, when Bailey and Sasha were the tag team champions... Mm-hmm. They when they went to NXT, they defended against Shotzi and Tegan. Mm. So it makes sense. Which I had, I had to look up because I had totally even forgotten that that had happened. Yeah, me too. It's just been it's been a minute. Yeah, you know what I mean. But but yeah, no. But I think that the, I think Shotzi did so much to improve Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Like the fans are behind Ember. There's like yeah, I mean, because that's the thing is like when Ember Moon was the NXT Women's Champion, it was considered to be the worst period of NXT women. Because really nobody cared about the division for like those few months before they started bringing in Ruby Riot and Nikki yeah. Cross and all them. Nobody cared about the division during Ember Moon's reign. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that none of us could tell what the fuck Ember Moon's gimmick was supposed to be was a big part of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the, I mean, ha- like the I said, happy werewolf thing didn't really work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she came, yeah, she came out like looking like somebody from Hidden Shadows, but was all like, hey, I'm Ember Moon. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it, it was like, that doesn't fit at all. That'd be like if fucking The Undertaker just put, hey, dudes, what's up? You know, <laughs> like when he was in, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Oh man! If if oh my god! Imagine old school '90s Undertaker, but he talks like Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> like no one would have liked that character. People would have just been confused as to what the fuck is going on here. Oh my god! He's like the surfer goth. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So so I really think that they helped um, Shotzi really helped define Ember's character and I really like that yeah. and at the same time I love Dakota Kai yeah of course Dakota Kai is amazing yeah. and it's funny because I was talking to somebody recently about 
uh, you know, Alexa Bliss's moveset, I feel, has always been pretty weak. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you have to recognize that you have to do a lot if you're somebody that is that small. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. but then it's like, then you see people like Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, and they're, they're, they're tiny, but they're like powerhouses. You know what I mean? Well, in fairness, none of them are as small as Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is super tiny. So. But also, if you want to go in fairness, there's one person who's the same height as Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And she's amazing, and that's Casey Catanzaro. Yes, very true. And she actually is a, a pretty similar build too. Like, yeah, well, she she is like I don't I don't really want to like judge their bodies, but she is like she's less muscular mm-hmm. than than Alexa is, but she still does some really crazy like acrobatic stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I love the little acrobatic exchange at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that, like, Ember Moon keep, just keeps kipping up every three seconds. Yeah, yeah. And I, I liked, uh, I liked when there was, um, Dakota knocks Ember off the top rope, and Ember just sells the hell out of getting knocked off. It was just like, it was oh, just yeah. like, just like, super, and it was just like, I was like, there you go, Ember. Like, I've always, always thought that she was such a great, um, athlete. You know, and I mm-hmm. felt like the only thing that was missing was just a little bit more character. And I really feel like, like you said, that Shati really helped sharpen the perception of who she is. Oh, definitely. To the point where now she can move with this extra bit of confidence and this extra bit of theatricality. And uh, yeah, and I was into it. I, I enjoyed it a lot. So, yeah. And and, you know, like I didn't even mind like, the, you know, this was a match. I liked both people. So, yeah, I'm fine with either of them winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakota won. Yes. Um, and I thought it was, you know, really cool. Then the lights go out. Yeah. And out comes Zia Lee looking like a, a Mortal Kombat villain. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I'm super into that, actually. I love that. I love her whole new look and her aggression. Yeah. Uh, so much. You, you know that I am a fan of heels and villains forever. Yeah. And uh, I love... Yeah, I love that Dakota Kai goes to get in her face and she just ignores Dakota Kai completely. <laughs> yes, yes. She All she had eyes for was Raquel. She was all yeah. about it, you know, and she was just like, you're just like a tiny, barely an obstacle in my way. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so this week we got, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, but we get uh, Dakota, we get uh, Raquel versus Zia Lee for the title. Yeah, that's going to be I, a super fun fight. I predict that yeah. it is going to be amazing because. Yeah, I'll probably watch that after we're done with the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. So we but- get. So we get Samoa Joe talking to Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, right before Karrion, the week before Karrion Cross is just destroyed on Raw by losing in a minute and a half to Jeff Hardy. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. You certainly, you guys are, you guys are, are just great bookers, like, they, as I can tell. They really are. I'll, I'll, I'll just say my little personal opinion here is I think that that's just Bruce Pritchard being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I really think that I, it just seems like it reeks of fucking politics to me. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised because like, it doesn't make Yeah, because they brought Karrion Cross on there. They don't give him his intro. They don't give him Scarlet. They, and then Jeff Hardy beats him in a minute and a half. That's lame. That's how you debut a character like Karrion Cross on Raw. I mean, and such a well-realized character with so much thought yeah. and so much effort. 
and so much like just super on point character work you know what i mean yeah let me just take that this beautiful dessert that you've put in front of me and i'm just gonna fucking you know what i mean just yeah you know yeah like it 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 really like it's one of the reasons why we're not covering raw because like i i can't i can't take that show yeah it's fucking awful yeah it's It's, fucking awful i'm sorry it's just boo (laughs) and 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 that's why i said like there's there's no one in NXT that I want to see go up to Raw. Yeah, exactly. Not a single person because they don't know how to book anyone. They just ruin everybody. At least if they go to SmackDown, there's a chance. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But if they go to Raw, like, it's like, oh, yeah. it's so dicey, you know? Like, that's the thing. Like, the people in SmackDown that we're complaining aren't, you know, aren't there. They're not there because they got fired, not because they were mishandled. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nobody on SmackDown who I thought, oh, man, they're using them wrong. Mm-hmm. on raw it's pretty much almost everyone yeah that i look at and i'm like what the fuck are they doing but anyway going back to nxt yeah, yeah. we've got uh zoe stark and io shirai little promo of them becoming yeah. uh tag champs and mm-hmm. uh samoa joe tells the way not to interfere in uh the next fight and uh bumps into pete dunn on the way out who gives them well, we're not even up to that yet. We're not even up to that. We're at the way just arriving. Yes. Okay. My bad. Yeah. We're, we're Indy and we're Beth Phoenix goes and talks to Indy. Yeah. About what happened with Dexter. I'll, I'll say, I, I, I hate to say anything bad about Beth Phoenix, but I don't know who the fuck did her makeup. Oof. <laughs> I, 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 why, why, I don't know what the hell was going on. Either that or she was like running out in the goddamn California sun for an hour after getting her makeup put on. Mm hmm. But no, don't let Beth Phoenix go on TV with makeup that looks like that. Yeah, sometimes, um, I don't know. I don't know what goes on. If it's like that there's not enough makeup people and then they had to do their makeup themselves or something like that, you know? And like they don't, maybe they don't usually, you know, wear makeup that heavy in their normal life or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, sometimes people come out looking all kinds of crazy and I'm like, who, who did this? Who did this travesty? You know what I well, mean? Well, do you remember... Were you watching NXT when Dana Brooke was in NXT? Oh, God. Because Dana... Yeah, she often had... For such an attractive girl, she would often have, like, this really, like, drag queen-y, like, but not in a good yeah. way. Like, yeah, like, well back in... drag queen. Like... Yeah, my ex and I used to joke that, like, the makeup artist for Dana Brooke was just that fucking shotgun from The Simpsons with makeup <laughs> in it. <laughs> like... Oh. Oh. Because... Holy shit, did they just, like, make her look like, oh my god, they just caked it on her. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember, uh, hell, I remember when people thought that Billy Kay had all sorts of plastic surgery because she just had so much makeup on. Yeah, it was super That heavy. it made her look fake, and, like, it's, it's, that's just her natural face, but with so much makeup on it, it looked like she had had heavy, heavy plastic surgery going on. Yeah, and then when they dialed it back... You were like, oh, yeah. actually, no, she's just normal. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the hell was going on with the makeup or lighting or whatever the hell it was, but Beth Phoenix, don't let, don't let a legend like Beth Phoenix look like that saying, on fucking television, I'm saying, guys. it's disrespectful. It really is. Yeah. Come on. So she, so she says that um, Dexter Loomis put her down mm-hmm. and uh, that they, you know, that it, they wanted, to, they wanted to, to get closer, but it wasn't the right time. Okay. So, 
uh, the, the, the story of Index will continue. The story of Index will continue. I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so now we get now we get one of my favorite people, Gigi Dolan. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, her theme just sounds like someone did an epic cover of Marilyn Manson's version of Sweet Dreams. Right? That's what I thought, too. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad that you thought the same thing. Okay. I yeah, thought I was like, going a little... I, I was like, am I just bugging or... Yeah, totally. Yeah, like like the riffs are the same. It's just got more instruments and more in, you know more stuff going on. Yeah, but it it really just sounds like someone took Sweet Dreams and was like, let's make this really epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love Gigi. Gigi, like when she was Priscilla Kelly, was like one of my favorites on the Indies. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy to see her getting TV time. Yes. Um, especially on a brand so, like NXT instead of as we said, yeah, you know, Raw or something. Well, like that. she. She was actually, when she was married to Darby Allen and AW, AW wanted to bring her in, and she said no. Really? Huh. Um, because they didn't want to bring her in as a wrestler. They just wanted her to be fucking Darby's manager. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and she was like, no, I want to fucking be, you know, um, I want to wrestle. Yeah, that's a waste. Um, like, yeah. And, and the funny thing is, and then they ended up divorced. So imagine if they had brought her in. <laughs> and then she would have absolutely nothing to do if they get fucking divorced. Yeah. You know. That would have been bad. Um, so what did you think of this match? Oh, and I also want to comment on Saray's happy as all fuck theme. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do you think about that theme? Because I, it, I find it a little confusing because it's so happy. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't associate happy sounding music with like a, a wrestler in general because it's just not, it's lacking in aggression. You know, it makes her. It makes it seem like she should be like drawn in a chibi style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the impression I get. I get of her. Um, but yeah. Before I go into my opinions of this, no, what did you I, think? Of this I, no, match? I want to hear your opinion because I could feel. I could see them in your eyes about to flood out of your face. So, <laughs> um, Bring I just. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling Saray. I'm not. I'm not into her. You know, it's funny because I was feeling like I, I remember the promos when initially when they were just about to bring her in and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be crazy, you know, and and her first fight I thought was really good. But then mm-hmm. I I did kind of feel like that, too, with this one. But I didn't want to I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> so you yeah, like it literally me. all literally all of my notes are about Gigi. Yeah. Like, cause she was the one I was, I was paying attention to cause she did so many cool things in this, mm-hmm. like her reversals and like her aggression and like, you know, like all the different things she did that I thought were so cool. And then I liked the little drop kick she did that looked like she beheaded fucking Gigi. <laughs> um, and that was it. And yeah. then her weird, her weird side suplex that looks like a botch, but apparently that's just how she does a suplex. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's. That can use some work. I'm not super into that one. I do like the aggression of her kicks in general. Mm -hmm. You know, like there are certain moments where you're like, oh, my God. Like, like, again, going back to the first time that I saw her fight, I was like, oh, my God. She just took this girl's head off, like clean off. You know what I mean? Like it was it was rough and tumble and I liked it. Um, But uh, yeah, I felt I, I, I agree with you. I think Gigi. But again, that goes back to what you were saying before um, as far as when you know even when somebody's not going to win they can still win if their fight yeah. is like impressive yeah and i thought that that 
was a perfect example of that happening. You know? Yeah. And and we got Mandy Rose coming out looking like she's scouting people. So who knows if she's forming like a stable or something mm-hmm. um, or being part of the Robert Stone brand for all we know. Like, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, could, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Because I, I, I was just yeah. thinking about that because you had brought it up earlier. The one thing the one thing that I really noticed that I don't ever see, they focused a lot on Gigi after she lost. Mm hmm. Which I don't, you don't normally see that. Yeah, usually. They, sh- they showed like, her on the like ground, they showed her in, yeah, they showed her outside the ring, and unless they're building up a story, you know what I mean? Like, it makes me wonder, it makes me wonder if maybe Mandy is putting a faction together or something of all these, like, newer NXT girls or something. That would be interesting to see. I would not be opposed to that. Yeah, because I'll say that apparently during another per- new person's matches on this week, Mandy came out again. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if maybe she's looking to recruit Gigi and the person that they show next week, you know, this week, and, you know, and kind of putting together this kind of faction type thing, yeah. which would be interesting. I would be into that. I would like to see that. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see where yeah. they actually take it, but that's yeah. a very I mean, intriguing proposition right there. Well, considering like that. that NXT, yeah, considering that NXT lost um, Tegan and they lost Shotzi yeah. and they lost Aaliyah. You know, like that, they have to kind of replenish themselves yeah. and get more people, in, you know. So I think that's why you're seeing like the, you know, the Zoe Starks getting a push yeah. and uh, the Gigi Allen's, I mean, G, sorry, Gigi Dolan, <laughs> you know, she named, you know, she named herself after Gigi Allen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Priscilla Kelly, uh, you know, 100% named herself after that. Yeah. If you know anything about her, she's totally the type to, I mean, her, her ex-husband named himself after Gigi Allen as well. Uh-huh. Darby Allen named himself after Darby Crash and Gigi Allen. Ah, so there you go. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. That seems like a yeah. super solid guess. Exactly, exactly. So, um, but yeah, like I said, so I was more impressed with um, with Gigi. I'm, I'm getting a Hideo Itami like vibes from Saray, where she's like, remember Hideo Itami? He was the Japanese guy they made a big deal of. Yes, and. No one really cared about him. And then when Shinsuke Nakamura came in, people really didn't care about him. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually left and joined New Japan and is in Bullet Club now. But like, you know, I get that feeling from Saray. I get that feeling that like people like you have Io Shirai and Io Shirai has all this personality that Saray does not. Yeah. And it just, like, because they're Japanese in a Western Federation, people are going to compare them, and that will not go well for Saray. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty hard competition to go up against, because, yeah, you know, I get exhilarated every time I see Io Shirai, because she just looks yeah. like she's having the time of life, you know? Oh, yeah. She's just being totally yeah. fearless and totally crazy and insane and throwing her off of the highest thing that she could find. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, to go up against a personality like that is like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty hard. Um, yeah, so, so I, don't see, I, I don't see much of a future for, for Saray, even though she's getting a push. But I was really happy to see Gigi do so well, and I look forward to seeing more of her. Yes. So now we go to Dexter Loomis versus Santos Escobar, really the end, mm-hmm. um, because we had a B-Fab from Hit Row come out. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you, so I, I don't know if you've, if you've heard Chelsea and I's opinion on Hit Row, because 
I've I've said that it reminds us of um, the fact that I was raised by white people, and <laughs> Chelsea Chelsea is just like the whitest person from the whitest state. So like, <laughs> you know, you you have the Bariqua vibe going on. So like, does what is? How do you feel about Hit Row? Because you are not as white as we are. So you, I mean... yeah, you're not. A... <laughs> I don't know. I, I see them and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I, I, I think this is good, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I have to see them a little bit more before I can give a solid opinion. Because this was like my yeah. first time. So I was just like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have well, well, what do you think of Legato del Fantasma? Oh, I, I love, did I say that right? Yeah, uh, yes, oh, I love them. Okay. okay I good. love them. Yeah. I love, I, they surprised me. When they, when I first mm-hmm. saw them fight, I was just like, okay. I was like, we'll see. The, you know, these guys are like this guy's thugs and stuff like that. But then, yeah. then they blew my mind with their lucha madness. Their acrobatics mm-hmm. are so freaking clean and on point, and it's so exciting to watch. I mm-hmm. love those guys. Like they, yeah. are, I'm super into them. Like I, I'm, I'm all about them. Because I, yeah, no, I I'm, I'm, the, the gimmick was a little bit, mm, you know, the Escobar thing. But then I, I, they're such great fighters and they're so entertaining to watch that yeah. I, honestly their gimmick doesn't even matter to me. Like, I'm just, yeah. like, just let me see you fight forever, you know? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> and I think it really, like, if you think about, like, a person like Joaquin Wilde, you know, no one, I don't think he would have gotten anywhere if he hadn't been part of this faction. Mm-hmm. Because he's just kind of like a cruiserweight mm-hmm. who, like, you know, like, is one of a million. Because, like, I'm, I'm... I'm sorry, I hate to say this about people on 205 Live, but most cruiserweights I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care about the cruiserweight title right now. And having it on Kushida makes me care even less. Yeah, um, I know you, you've always disliked him. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I don't know what it is. I just don't like Kushida. Um, but, you know, like, but I think putting him in this faction, because Sanchez Escobar can talk. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is a great fucking promo. He is a, he is like a main event level promo. Yeah. Even though I'm sure if he ever goes to the main roster, he will not be a main event. Yeah. Who knows what you know there? Uh, I mean, honestly, main roster is that's, like it's like main yeah. roster is either it's either a slim chance of amazing success or they're gonna use you wrong and they're gonna destroy everything that we love about them yeah which the only thing i can think of is well maybe if vince wants to have someone be an alberto del rio who isn't like a rapist um mm. he can make he can put santos escobar in that position <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what have you done charles i i actually just which, barely just barely kept from myself yeah. like spraying iced tea all over my my whole shit <laughs> speaking of which have you heard the shit that fucking alberto del rio is doing oh man i don't want to go down that path that makes me so freaking mad that Cause, dude is because he's all like fucking threatening page and everything and going on about how like you know i'm not the one who was arrested for domestic violence and blah 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 i'm like no you were arrested for fucking kidnapping a woman so shut the fuck up yeah seriously gross <laughs> you know gross yeah he's the gross and and him yeah, like he's just he's just a giant piece of shit. Yeah, for real. Tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Yet he still says he wants another WWE run. Ugh. Ugh. I hope they don't. I really do. Yeah. I I, I don't I, I, think I don't his even think Lee's still a little too tainted. I don't think they yeah. would take him back. 
I, I mean, honestly, like, unless they got rid of Paige, I don't even think they legally could bring him in because, you know, she has all sorts of restraining orders and shit against him. Yeah. Scumbag. So, yeah, no, he's just, he's just a giant piece of shit. So fuck Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> but, but you already knew that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so Hit Row are waiting for Legato Del Fantasma. And um, my note was, Jesus Christ, Top Dalla is fucking huge. <laughs> Super huge. <laughs> like, he's a fucking big ol' fucking guy, man. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that always, I mean, that makes me, you know, I like to see, I like to see, a, you know, every once in a while, you need, you need that really big wrestler. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm always excited when I first see one come in to see, like, what their moveset is like, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, because it can be surprising sometimes because there's people like, you know, whose acrobatics belie their size and it's always yeah. like super exciting because you're like oh my god i did not expect that i did not expect that i did not expect that yeah you know? yeah well you get like the keith lee or the dominic dijakovic uh-huh. or whatever the fuck they're calling dominic on fucking raw where it's <laughs> teabag or whatever the fuck his name is i don't know um you know tell me how you but, really um, feel charles Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, like, I, I, I literally, like, would just, like, would just walk into the raw offices and just be like, all of you are fired. I don't give a shit. And you have, like, fucking Stephanie McMahon, like, but I, no, you're fired, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All of you. This is, this is garbage. Every, everything here is just garbage. Stop it. Stop it now. Um, but, yeah. Um, you know, uh. Yeah, Top Dollar does some pretty interesting shit, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing we want to talk about now is when um, after uh, after uh, Santos Escobar has beaten Dexter Loomis, Indy Hartwell comes out to rescue him. Mm-hmm. I love her carrying Dexter Loomis <laughs> from the ring. It was fucking awesome. And then he's too heavy and he falls, but she is right there on top of him. And it's this, like look between them and uh-huh. and yeah. as though index is, oh, yeah. is and then candace LeRae with the violent fucking push i uh, yeah I, I well i totally ship index and i really like the interaction between i like i like candace positioned as kind of like this like you know overbearing like stepmom kind of vibe you know what i mean yeah like but like she actually does like love that person but also is doing all kinds of deranged and super bad like sneaky shit behind their back to keep them in yeah exactly stuff and in their control it's great yeah it's great i you know you know i love the way and i love oh yeah i I totally ship index i'm about it the way the way are fucking great the way are great yeah and i I like this push for indie too because i feel like it was like a perfect like launch pad for her and their interactions Mm -hmm. are just great like they have a good chemistry with each other even though it's hardly like he doesn't say anything you know what i mean he's just always just looming somewhere nearby well you know the first thing he'll say is i love you so you know um so now we go to casey squared versus the robert stone brand 
Mm-hmm. I, uh, I know how you Jesse feel Camilla. about the Robert yeah. Stone brand. <laughs> Jesse, Camilla, and Aaliyah. I, I, I'm not Chelsea. Chelsea despises the Robert Stone brand. <laughs> she really does. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think Robert Stone is a hilarious, like, comedy heel. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I yeah. feel about him. I, li- I, I like yeah. the antics. I like, you know me. I'm about it. I'll you say, know? man, Jesse Camilla is so much bigger than fucking Casey Catanzaro, though. Mm-hmm. That kick she gave her right at the beginning where she just went flying into the fucking turnbuckle. She's like, let me just start this off by caving your head in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Hold on one second, guys. We're going to take a brief commercial break. Um, and uh, we'll be back in two and two. Okay. I don't know. Whatever the fuck, we're back. All right. And we're back. We're back. So when we when we last uh, left off, we were talking about the uh, Casey squared versus Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Yes, yes. Um, I always like to see Casey squared. They really do a good job. I uh, I feel like they have a lot of chemistry together. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, what did you think? Um, well, I'm, I'm I like this match. I'm a big fan. Like I said, I'm a big fan of both teams. Um, yeah. And I think Casey Square, honestly, Casey Squared is one of those teams that you'd kind of want to be bringing up and, you know, making teams fucking have to wrestle them in order to become over. But, you know, don't listen to me. I've only been watching since I was eight. Um, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> um, so Casey Square, is wi- uh, they win after the 450. And then Robert Stone gets in the ring to help Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And she pushes him. And starts yelling that I helped you more than you helped me. And she hits Robert Stone. Starts beating him up in the audience. I never actually fucking an Aaliyah chant. Yeah, it was surprising. Cause yeah. I feel like she's never quite gotten over over, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we knew that a split like this was coming. It was yeah. clear as day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, she kicks him. I love that there's a one more time chant. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then he gets a you deserve a chant after she beats him up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Again, if he annoys you, that's his, that means he's doing his job. Yeah, right? exactly. You know? Exactly. Like that's his whole jam. He's so yeah. obnoxious. And you know I love an over-the-top obnoxious heel. So oh, yeah, yeah. I'm about it. <laughs> yeah. So now Frankie Monet comes out after Aaliyah is left. Mm-hmm. And she tells Jesse Kamea to come with her. And Robert Stone just kind of tags along, but, you know. <laughs> he's like, he's doing the classic, like, you know, yeah, this was, this was my idea all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we get Samo- now we get what you were talking about earlier with Samoa yes. Joe coming to talk to the way. Yes. And I love that they offer him a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks not too pleased about it. Uh, what, what, I like him so much in this role. I think yeah. it, it was a brilliant move um, to keep utilizing, you know, I, I love Samoa Joe. He's always been really impressive to me. And, uh, and I just really like enjoy him as a character because he can get into some deep, yeah. his feud with AJ is the Oh yeah, that was great. Legend. When he was going he after was AJ's family. And... With the freaking, the kids book and stuff that he yeah. was reading on Christmas. I was like, come on, dude. What is, That's no. Like... When that feud was happening <laughs> is when Chelsea first saw wrestling. 
Oh man. Yeah, so she that's her first scene her first memories of Samoa <laughs> Joe is when that shit was happening. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So then finally, uh well we also get the Robert Stone brand backstage and uh Frankie Monet when asked about it says you're not going to have to worry about Aaliyah anymore. And mm-hmm. then Mandy Rose comes by and says it looks like the Robert Stone brand is under new management. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah. And then finally, uh, for NXT, we had Karrion Cross versus Johnny Gargano with Samoa Joe as yes. referee. Um, yes. Man, like, you know, it's so funny how NXT builds up people who the fans just want to cheer for. Yeah. Because Johnny Gargano just turned heel, like, last year. <laughs> and already he's just g- this giant face that they all want to cheer for. Yeah, and yeah. and like earlier in the night, like Adam Cole is probably the most over guy in fucking NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's always funny how like they try to turn certain people heel, but people just like them too much. Like, yeah, they're just too freaking lovable. So yeah, yeah, that is certainly the case with Mr. Johnny Gargano. Yeah, he, like, it, like, like unless he starts eating puppies, I don't think you're gonna get people to boo Adam Cole. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, and, and, and that's the funny thing is too, is they want people to cheer for Kyle O'Reilly and no one's cheering for him because they like Adam Cole. Yeah. I mean <laughs> he's just too good. I just like him. I don't know. Yeah. But it, he's got it's that magnetic personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I think Adam Cole just has this awesome like and I, I'm I'm bored with Kyle O'Reilly as a single person. I'm like, just put him back in the undisputed era. <laughs> I don't give a shit about single Kyle O'Reilly. Fuck They're that. Tr- they try real hard to make it happen. They're trying they are, hard to make it work. But it, it's but, not uh, a thing. It's not. It will never be a thing. <laughs> um, so, you know, hearing the Johnny wrestling chant when Johnny Gargano is there, it made me realize literally the only person who's ever actually been able to stay a heel in NXT is Dakota Kai. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else just eventually is too popular. And and they just cheer them like crazy. Um, so Cross wins, and then he chokes out Joe at the end. Oh yeah, and I was I was as I was watching this, I was like, oh, I, I, this is literally my notes. So say goodbye to your championship, Cross. Samoa Joe <laughs> is about to make your life miserable. Like yeah, that, yeah Samoa- that is like. Ooh, that's not a feud I would ever call on myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, if there's anyone I want to get pissed off at me, it's Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I look forward to seeing Samoa Joe. Yeah. As much as I like, I like Harry and Cross so much, but uh, oh, man. Yeah. No. You don't choke out Joe. It's get, getting to hear, getting to hear the, the, the dulcet tones of Funky Godzilla playing as. Uh, <laughs> Because, come on, that's what fucking Joe's theme is. It's Funky Godzilla. Yeah. You know. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so that is NXT. Um, And I love Cross while that's happening, yelling, unless provoked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, finally, let's wrap up with Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Let's go. So um, I was very happy to hear how how hot the crowd was for the women's match. Mm-hmm. 
Because, you know, as someone who's been watching for years, I remember when women's matches used to be the fucking bathroom break during, like, the Kelly Kelly Bella Twins years. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That was all... It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And it was now bad to hear how excited they were, especially for Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th I thought she put forth um, a great effort. Literally, I wrote, uh, Liv Morgan unexpectedly stood out to me. I was, mm -hmm. was like, oh, okay, Liv. All right. Like, she had a lot more aggression on display mm -hmm. she was really she was really putting her all into it and it really made her shine in a way that i haven't seen her shine yeah um in a I, I don't think ever i don't think i've ever gotten to see her shine like that so i was very uh i was very excited about that i was not excited about alexa i felt like i felt like everybody was handling her with kid gloves so mm -hmm. i don't know if there was like some kind of you know, we know that she got injured before. Well, know, Alexa and... does have a history of concussions. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, it, it really felt to me that, um, you know, every time that she came into the fight, it was slowing everything down mm -hmm. to a degree that I did not like, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I'll, uh, I'll say I also love Liv Morgan coming out in Ruby Riot's jacket, by the way. I thought that yeah, was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I, you know, Liv just, again, she just stood out. Um, Alexa, I was just like, okay, just get buried under ladders and let's yeah. focus on everybody else. Because yeah, I didn't so, want to see her using her powers and stuff. And I yes. wanted to see a crazy fight, you know, this money Yes, so, so we get Nikki Ash coming out. Not a good reaction for Nikki, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. I was, I was, you know, like, I am very torn. Uh, well, I'll get to it after this match when we'll, we'll really okay. go into it. So, okay. um, Natalia and Tamina come out to no reaction. Literally, yeah. no one wants to see them win. No one wants them in this match. Yeah. You know. It's unfortunate because they're both excellent wrestlers, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, Zelina came out with a huge reaction, actually. Yeah, I was surprised. I was yeah. surprised. Um, I like her new look. Um. She well, she do... well that was she was uh she was cosplaying as Akasha from oh, uh, Queen why. of the Damned. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I liked it. It looked great on her. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, she had a the the crown was Hysteria Machine, by the way. Oh, I love Hysteria Machine. They make such yeah. beautiful stuff. All of yeah. that stuff is amazing. Oh, yeah. On her, on her Instagram, they were they were like uh they were they were reposting her because that uh the crown the Akasha crown was a uh, hysteria machine, which is very cool. Nice. That's um, super rad. And then Naomi comes out um with a bigger reaction than Natalia or Tamina, but not a huge one. I really I did like the costume, the new costume yeah. for this for for Money in the Bank. That new costume is on point. It looks really yeah. cool, and it totally works for her angle. Again, an angle that I am not super fond of, but she works it well. Like, yeah, it's not that she's doing anything wrong with it. I just don't like the idea of the character, period. You know, I, just, I, I don't think that she's doing anything wrong. I find her so underwhelming. You know, I, I, I feel like she's um, her look is evolving to a place that I really like. And I yeah. want everything else to catch up to that. I do like her little Rob Van Dam move that she does. Um, yeah. Where she does the split. That was kind of impressive. Yeah, the, her like doing a split under and then, things. And yeah. 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 Really cool. Cool. But, stuff. but the thing about Naomi is that like, honestly, I see her as a relic of the divas division. Mm. 
Like, she's a relic of a time where she would have been one of the top three people. And now she's not even in the top 25 because everyone's just surpassed her so fucking much. Yeah. You know, so everybody starts fighting. Alexa at one point starts using her powers to try to get the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Doesn't um, work. Doesn't yeah, work. Well, oh, and then well, she, we then don't she goes know. after Tamina first. We like... don't know because Asuka suplexed her first. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I would have been amused if they had it at least shake a little before Asuka like. Yeah, that would have been that would have been neat, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> they didn't go that far with it. Yeah. Um, and pretty much the only people who got booed in this were um Tamina and Natalia. Yeah, pretty much. They they definitely, you know uh, you know, they're always just it's it it pains me because I especially love Natty um from back in the day. And, uh, and, and they are both good, you know, really great athletes, but yeah, they're just kind of like filler in between everybody else. You know, they're like a backdrop for others. Yeah. Well, also the fact I hate the tag team champions being in the money in the bank match. Mm -hmm. I absolutely hate that because once again, you're devaluing the the tag division, Mm -hmm. even though there's barely a tag division, but this does not help (laughs) it. This really doesn't help it. It doesn't help. In fact, you know what would have been smarter? If you brought up Shotzi and Tegan as solo people and had them in this match. Mm-hmm. I think that actually would have been smarter, but whatever. Once again, I've only been watching this since I'm eight. So, you know. <laughs> um, so, you know, there were a lot of spots that were interesting in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I so wanted, I think everyone wanted Liv Morgan to win it. It would have been really cool, but I I wasn't mad at Nikki Cross winning. I gotta yeah. say, I like I've always really liked Nikki Cross, and I've always wanted like I loved her when she first came out with Sanity, and I kind of yeah. miss I kind of miss that character. I feel like that was the one I miss that, that I character a lot. In yeah. fact, that's the Nikki Cross that I wish we were seeing. Yeah, and then it started to come back a little bit, but then you know with her with Alexa and stuff like that, yeah, it wasn't it was still a more like you know friendlier version than yeah the outright aggressive version of her that i loved you know the instant that she came out she was just like a wild she was barely human you know what i mean yeah she was like a feral you know yeah woman, well, well i remember know? when she used to bite the ropes and stuff yeah and... yeah yeah and i i, I kind of miss that um uh but i wasn't mad to see her get money yeah i uh, i was i was disappointed um why because I really wanted Liv to get it. I think Liv, storyline-wise, is the one who deserved it. Liv mm-hmm. is the one they've been building up. And Nikki is just on random stories on Raw. Like, I feel like the, I feel like the briefcase is a waste even being on Raw. Mm. Um, which, you know, we'll, we should talk about. Because, um, you know, as, as we know, I mean, this would normally be covered next week. But since we're not covering Raw... You know, um, well, we'll talk about it after Rhea Charlotte. We'll get to that. Um, okay. Okay. So let's yeah. do that. Let's talk but about Rhea Charlotte. But I, I was, I don't know, like I said, and I hate to be the one to root against Nikki Cross because a couple months ago we were complaining that Nikki Cross wasn't on TV and Lana was on all the time and they weren't saying. using her. And now they're using her, but they've given her this like, she's not even like a hurricane ripoff. She's like a rosy ripoff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, that's that's not a good gimmick to have, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, and I know that apparently it was her idea and she's the one who pitched it, but still, like, I don't, I just think it's a silly comedy gimmick and I think there's a ceiling on silly comedy gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're not really good for a wrestler's career long term. Yeah. And I really hate when a silly comedy gimmick has a title. Mm-hmm. Unless they're a heel. It works with it. Like the New Age Outlaws, it worked. With the Honky Tonk Man, it worked. But as a face, a silly comedy gimmick, I think, is just a dead end and it devalues the title that they have. Mm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So we go to Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Really nice reaction for Rhea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People were going nuts. I like the new graphic intro with all the chains hanging yeah. off and stuff like that. That was super dope. Yeah. Super cool. I was in Yeah. It. And then, um, you know, Rhea looks great. Um, Charlotte comes out, and I realize Charlotte doesn't get cheers. She gets woos, and she gets boos. Yeah. Woos and boos. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Very <Yeah>. polarizing person. <laughs> and I wish the commentators wouldn't spend all match just kissing Charlotte's ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like, think it, that she did a great job. She looks really, um, like, lean and muscular. Yeah. And, uh, and she actually did a lot of really good fighting in the match. Well, well, the, thing, the, the one thing that I can give Charlotte for credit in this match is that she actually sold for once. Yeah. Because yeah. Charlotte normally just no-sells everything and makes her opponent look like shit. That's and true. I like she that she actually that. sold. Yeah, yeah. No, this you know, was like she she made the, the 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 fight was an entertaining fight. Like I I actually I had well, yeah. some doubts about it, you know. Well, that's exactly like, the thing. It started with we want Becky chance. Yeah, I did hear those. I did hear and those. and ended with this is awesome chance, which yeah. is shows they that they actually around. managed to win over the over the crowd. Yeah. And I think a big part of that was the fact that this time Charlotte sold because Charlotte has a big problem with not selling for people. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it, it devalues her matches when she does that. Yeah. Because nobody, when she, when she turns into Charlotte the Golden Shovel, it just, like, is, it's boring. Who wants to watch that? It's like, it's the reason why I, I hate John Cena matches. You know. Um, but there was, there were some really nice spots in there. I love, I love the uh, Rhea kicking out of a natural selection from the top rope. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. That made her look um stronger and like like oh my god, like this person is defying the odds, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is what she's you know, that's what you're supposed to be getting. You know what yeah. I mean? And and then Charlotte reversing a riptide into a DDT was kind of neat. Yeah. Um yeah. But you know what? Like I really hate seeing Charlotte win. I think I know, co- I knew I you were completely say that. devalued Rhea. Yeah. Well and and it just makes Rhea just another person. And now Rhea's going to have to do the fucking Oscar redemption bullshit where she's going to have to just be a nobody for a year until people start noticing her again. I don't think she's going to be a nobody. At least I hope not, because I love Rhea. So, uh, I mean, what's she going to do? Fight Nikki? I don't know. I mean, and, and you know what I mean? And then get beaten by Nikki, by Nikki in her superhero gimmick? No, that would be bad. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Is yeah, like they've, I see what you're saying. They've now written Rhea into that corner now where, like, see, the, what good booking would have been is Charlotte loses, Rhea wins, and then Becky Lynch comes out and challenges Rhea. That would have been good. 
Because number one, people wouldn't, if, if the WWE seems determined to make Rhea a heel, if you want to make her a heel, have her fight Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Because right. people will 100% cheer, will cheer for Becky. And then oh. you can make Rhea as dastardly as you fucking want. Mm-hmm. And if she loses to, to Becky Lynch, then that's fine, because Becky Lynch at least doesn't bury her opponents when she beats them. Mm. You know? But, like, with Charlotte, it's just like, oh, of course, Charlotte's going to be fucking title reign number fucking 11 or 13 or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. And, and it's, just, it's just boring, and I'm, I'm, I'm not here for it. Um, that said, I can understand why if you're going to have Nikki, Nikki win it. Mm-hmm. Because you can't have Nikki beat Rhea Ripley for it. Mm-hmm. You know... Because then that runs the risk of Nikki being booed mm-hmm. if she beats Rhea Ripley for it. And she's supposed to be a face in her superhero gimmick. So her yeah. beating Charlotte, I can see why I guess you'd want Charlotte to become the champion. Um, I wonder what Chelsea has to say about that. Um, uh, well, here's a recording of what Chelsea had to say. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, hello, boys and girls. This is me, Chelsea, just popping in. I miss you. Um, I just wanted to comment on Nikki A.S.H. and this Charlotte Rhea thing. So this is like, you know, I haven't actually seen Nikki as this giant, as this like superhero type thing. It's thoroughly entertaining. It's absolutely absurd. Uh, but I mean, it was fun. And at least Charlotte is not the champion. I miss you again. All right. I'll see you later back to you guys oh that was lame all right uh thank you chelsea for that opinion um so uh but yeah no like i i just i'm not i don't know as i said i'm just i'm i'm really torn yeah i i knew you, really I knew you would be i knew you would be because it was you know just as a fight it was a good fight i really enjoyed watching yeah. it you know they're two great athletes beating the crap yeah. out of each other that's what you want to see you know um even with uh, the, uh, I like that reversal that um, Charlotte was trying to do the sunset flip, and then Rhea interrupts it, and then she reverses it into the standing vertical suplex. Now, yeah, that is not a move you usually see women of that size. Oh yeah, no, Rhea do. is ridiculously yeah. strong. Yeah, so um, but I could see their the um, even with their their timing was slightly off in getting into the move, but. Both yeah. of them work well, so well together to actually make that move happen. Like I just, yeah. as a as a fellow acrobat, I was like, yeah, ladies, way to make that work. Yeah. They muscled that up, and 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 it was yeah. impressive looking. So I enjoyed. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, that match, I'm not. As I said, like it's 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 like watching a movie that has an awful ending. Yeah, you're like, oh, like I loved all those. Everything it could be the movie, like like for yeah. example. Yeah, like, for example, the movie Red State. I'm watching this movie. I'm like, Kevin Smith actually directed this? Are you fucking kidding me? This is great. Kevin Smith has never directed anything that's this fucking good. Uh-huh. And then the last five minutes of it are like, this movie is bullshit. Fuck this movie. <laughs> like, and, and it didn't matter how good the, the, fir- the beginning of it was. The ending was just such bullshit it made me hate the movie. Yeah. And that's how I feel about this match. I hate this match because of the ending. I got Because you. I just... I, knew I you just would. feel. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. Even though, even like I said, it's just to sh- to pad Charlotte's fucking title reigns. 
Because Charlotte's been like a 1,400-time champion, whatever. How many of those title reigns are, are less than a week? I don't know. I'd have to look Think about all the, the five times her and Sasha Banks went back and forth. Yeah, yeah. That was like every other week they were changing the title. This is true. This is true. They was feuding hard. Yeah. And it was just yeah. nonstop and, back and, and Charlotte, Charlotte was champion for what? Like 24 hours? <laughs> and she got cashed in previously by Bailey. Mm-hmm. And she got cashed in previously by Carmella. All the day after she won a title. Yeah. So it's just typical fucking Charlotte booking. But like, I'm... I'm torn because, like I said, I love Nikki Cross, but I don't love what they're doing with her. I don't love this gimmick. I'm hoping that it changes. I'm really hoping. Uh, the rumor is Vince loves it. Of course, really? of course Vince would. Of course he would. Yes. Of course he would. Ugh. Yeah, because <laughs> Vince sees it. Vince apparently sees it as something that like, they can do community outreach mm. and she can speak to kids and all this other stuff. Mm. Like and it. It, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I'm at just all. like, ugh. like, uh, another reason for me to be like, Raw is bullshit. Fuck Raw. Yeah, I understand you. And I, yeah, feel poor you. Rhea. I hope in the draft she gets traded to SmackDown and actually has some real writers. Yeah, that would be nice. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give Raw fucking Otis or some shit. And like, <laughs> you know. Let 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 Rhea let Rhea Shane Rhea and Shayna be able to come over to fucking SmackDown. That would be nice. So, I actually would yeah, really so, I would really dig that. Yeah. Let's so keep our, let's keep our fingers crossed for some good. Uh, yeah. So that was that was the week in women's wrestling. So um, Rose, what was your match of the week? My match of the week. Oh man. I know. I can tell you who my wrestler of the week is. My wrestler of the week okay. was Mako Satomura because I was just mm-hmm. mesmerized by her and her vicious and unrelenting destruction of her opponent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just super, super into it. You know, like. Well, I'll I'll say my match of the week, and then you can think of yours. But my match of the week was Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon. Yeah, that was fucking good. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And my wrestler of the week, um, and it's just simple bias and the fact that I love that she's on TV, it's going to Gigi Dolan. I like it. I like Be- it. Because I think I think she showed uh, she showed why she should be on TV more. Yeah. 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 And uh otherwise I would have given it to Liv Morgan. Because I think Liv Morgan also just really impressed in she that match in Money was in the Bank. Absolutely, one of the most impressive matches I've seen from her in a long time. Yeah, because she put a lot of heart into it, and they let her shine. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like yeah. I was seeing a whole new wrestler. even even if she even if she didn't win, which she should have. Yeah, yeah. No one deserved that deserved that more than Liv Morgan. Yeah, she's put in her time, but you know, I'm not. Again, I'm not mad that I'm not mad that Nikki Cross won, but I do agree with you that the new angle is so whack and it's just like she can be so much cooler than that and yeah it just it just seems like a like a cheap way to get her over unnecessarily like i'm supposed to forget that she was like grungy feral trailer trash like yeah when she first came out and just accept this new like plush character you know yeah I mean? like that like, was it was like very that's strange. one of the things i loved about 
It's one of the things I loved about Sanity is that they legit they legit look like squatter punks. Yeah, they really did. They look very crust punk. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Like, they all look like you'd see them on fucking St. Mark's with a dog. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> like, like, in New Orleans or something, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you'd catch scabies if you hung out with Sanity. Like, you know. Yes. Like, but I loved it. I thought it was such a unique gimmick that you never see anywhere in wrestling. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it looked like it was put together by people who are actually in, like, the fucking punk scene who've seen people like this, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, I, once again, another fucking Vince McMahon wasted fucking gimmick, you know, um, which funny story, by the way, according to Killian Dane, they were going to reform Sanity in NXT last year. Oh, really? And then Vince fired Eric Young. And so they, they couldn't do it anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, but they were, that's why they brought Killian Dane to, to, uh, I'm not sorry, Alexander Wolf into Imperium. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they were going to have an Imperium versus Sanity feud. Oh, that would have been good, man. Yeah. Man. Like, it, it was going to be both sides trying to get Alexander Wolfe to be, to be in their, uh, their team. Yeah, I would have liked that. Because he was in both factions, that yeah. Would, that would have been a really fun feud between the two of them. Yeah. Like a bunch of, like, mind... Like, I would have expected, like, a bunch of mind games and then just some vicious throw-down fights, you know? Yeah. Like, that would have been really I cool. Mean, I mean, fucking Walter fighting Sanity? Like, that would have been fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, that's another giant missed opportunity with the, uh, in, in the history of WWE missed opportunities, yeah, which that would have been probably... cool. It would have been, like, chaos versus order. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like... exactly what, yeah, that's exactly what Sanity versus Imperium would be. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. man, now that you made me think it, now I'm sad. Give me this. Yeah. Give me this sense of loss for something I didn't have, Charles. Thanks. Yeah. No, that would have been <laughs> fucking great. It's 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 in those like wasted opportunities or like missed opportunities, mm-hmm. like like Chelsea Green being in Survivor Series instead of Natalia. Like that would have been cool, but she broke her arm that night. Yeah. You know, like she broke her arm like ten seconds into the match or something like that. Mm. You know, like on her debut on SmackDown, I, which is I, really sad. That is the saddest thing that I can possibly imagine. Like, here's your big chance. Here you are. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, snap. You know, like, oh. Yeah, because she was supposed to get a big push after that, too. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And then they ended up firing her eventually. So, you know, instead of the big push that she was going to get. She so. got the big boot instead. You know? Yep. Now she's on now she's on impact wrestling with her boyfriend and I'm sorry, I don't give a shit about Zack Ryder. <laughs> or sorry, Matt Cardona is the name. He's going by his real name now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. At Slammiversary, they had a match with Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green versus um Tennille Dashwood and Brian Myers. Mm-hmm. Which requires you to have way more investment in the life of Zack Ryder than anyone should actually <laughs> care about. Because it's him versus his ex-partner and his ex-girlfriend. Yikes. Yikes. But you wouldn't know that unless you've been really paying attention to fucking when he was Zack Ryder. Yeah. And, and who really gave a shit about him when he was Zack Ryder? I mean, you know. I was into him. I thought he was amusing. Um, and I thought he was really good at marketing himself. 
because he had like a lot yeah. of like those little shorts on like YouTube and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he was using that kind of stuff way before people, you know, all, all knew to do viral yeah, marketing. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah. So I did think that that part of him was like was I just thought that he did a good job and it was all him. You know, it was just all him yeah. putting together his little his little fake show and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah, you know, he'd try to like get all these other, you know, actually like over yeah. wrestlers to be guests on his show and stuff. Yeah. And it was well done. Like he tied it all together yeah. really well. So on the marketing aspect. And then of course, aspect, WWE. Yep. And then WWE had uh, him get thrown off a, uh, a ramp by in a wheelchair by Kane. And then John Cena made out with his girlfriend and <laughs> he just went back to becoming a jobber. And that was great for his career. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> such great writing over there. Burn. Um, yeah, so, uh, that, but yeah, what was your match of the week? You did not. Oh, speak. yeah, no, um, I am, I am going to go, I'm going to go with Ember and, uh, um, oh my gosh, Dakota. my brain. Yeah, sorry. Ember and Dakota. Well, no, Ember did not fight your brain. Ember fight, fight Dakota. <laughs> no, Ember and Dakota. I was I, just like somehow I imagine I, I imagine the Ember Moon versus just a brain. Ember Moon would win. <laughs> she would just like kick it a couple times. It would squish on her boots, and then she would like win. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's like a big mega mutated brain with like tentacles and stuff? Like not just a brain. Well, well, then you know like if there's tentacles Robotnik involved, kind of you know if, if there's tentacles involved, this is now Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> So um, there's going to be a lot different ending. Um, so anyway, guys, on that lovely note, on that lovely um, note. Toshio Maeda, don't sue us. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I want to thank Rose for being part of it. That's me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, possibly Chelsea will be back next week when she is back from the, the urban wasteland known as Chicago bum, that bum, has... Bum. Uh, no, no internet nor electricity where people <laughs> run wild, misnaming pizza and, uh, you know. And not putting so, mustard on, on hot dogs. Do they do that over there? Um, no, I'm sorry. No, no ketchup on the hot dog. You can put mustard oh, on yeah. it, but no ketchup. Like, mm. that's like a sin. Like, you can't even ask for it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. That's weird. It is. Um, but yeah, yeah. As I said, I'm just going to keep going on about the lasagna they call pizza. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, so anyway, peoples, uh, we want to thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. And uh, where can they find you, Rose? Uh, I am on Twitter, RoseBloodVOX. I'm also on Instagram. I Oh, I just got onto TikTok. So also RoseBloodVOX. I don't have that much on there. Uh, but the band. Yeah, I was page... gonna say, there's a lot of videos of you. A lot of videos of you flossing. No, uh, there's a, <laughs> uh, the cut like this uh, TikTok page has been super active lately. We've been doing a lot of yeah. really cool videos and uh, working on like some sweet uh, green screen editing and stuff like that, and covers mm -hmm. and fun things like that. We're gonna add in uh, some of our like a really tiny encapsulated versions of our uh, anime and horror reviews and stuff on there, but obviously. Super mm -hmm. short compared to what yeah, we have on YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure how you can get an anime, an anime review within 60 seconds. Oh, that's exactly like, what we're going to call it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like... I really liked it. And then it just cuts away. <laughs> <laughs> Tentacles. <laughs> oh, man. You're the worst. The worst. Brian can floss in the background, as you're saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but um but yeah like um you know i uh and i can be found on uh instagram mm-hmm. at charles.d.lincoln i am not on tiktok um <laughs> because i'm an i'm an old and uh we we have no need for your ticking and your talking <laughs> and uh you know that would require me to like film shit within thir- within fucking 60 seconds and if you know me i am not able to be brief about anything no you're not you're not this is yeah. the true thing about i that. have opinions god damn it that's why i'm not on twitter because i'm limited in characters and i can't express <laughs> myself fully um however beyond the bell is on twitter mm-hmm. at uh beyond z as in zebra and bell as in bell from beauty and the bee. <laughs> um yes and uh, you can find Chelsea and I together at CL Squared Productions on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Instagram, as well as you can listen to our other podcast, which we will update once Chelsea is back in society, um, where we're going to do the original Dawn of the Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to tune in. And that, uh, sure. that is anchor.fm slash CL Squared Productions. Bum, bada, bum. Oh, also, yes. uh, com, my actual website where you can access Woo-hoo! everything. <laughs> everything. All the things. Not just, not just your stuff. Everything. All the like, things. Like you can find, you can, you can order, you can order sprockets on there <laughs> and, la- and lasagna. And <laughs> oh, and with that, we leave you, yes. ladies and gentlemen. All right, people. We'll, we'll, we'll see you later. All right, I'm gonna. All right, take care, everyone. <laughs> and thank you, Rose, for being on the show again. All right, bye. bye.